With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro. A deep dive on one player in just 5 to 10 minutes. Now here's your host, Paul Chargian. Hey everybody, you found Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. It's an experiment. Do you want off-season deep dives on one player every day? Yes or no? If you're interested, we're interested. You can tweet at me, at Paul Charchian. Let me know what you think. My co-host is Tyler Knabley. You can tweet at Tyler, at Tyler Knabley, K-N-A-E-B-L-E, Tyler Knabley. Hey, Tyler. Hey, yeah, if you like town ball content, definitely tweet at me because I'm all over that uh, Region C class ball <laughs> or town ball uh, Twitter. That's my Twitter space. Some people are fantasy football. I'm town, uh, Minnesota town ball. So. I want you to be also uh, fantasy football, if that's okay. Yes. Yeah, all right, good. For fantasy sure. football and, and Loretto town ball. Loretto Lark town ball <laughs> okay. content. All right. I can't imagine the fascination, but whatever. You, That's great. Corey Kosky plays for the Loretto Larks. Right now? Yes. I didn't know with that. The, with his three sons, four sons. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a bunch of kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, in this area, as I recall, and they're, and they're all good athletes as well. Yep, there you obviously. Go. All right, let's uh, talk Calvin Ridley. Let's talk Calvin <laughs> Ridley. We're here to break down Calvin Ridley. We thought a refresher would be great because obviously a year away from the game, and Ridley was an impact player prior to all the stuff that went down. Got traded to the Jaguars. You may or may not remember that because he hasn't played with the Jaguars yet. Finds himself in a far better situation than he would have been had he stayed in Atlanta, and it's not close. Let's start here, Tyler. Give us a refresher on Calvin Ridley. What had, Where was he heading into the 2022 season that never happened for him? Yeah, so, I mean, before he was suspended and that weird kind of, tw- like you mentioned, the 2021 season where he was just kind of on and off or whatever, mm-hmm. his first three leagues, his first three, his first three years in the league, he finished as the wide receiver 22 his rookie year, wide receiver 18, and then that third year he really broke out, wide receiver four in average points per yeah, game. Yeah, because Julio Jones was constantly out of that. He constantly yep. hurt that year, and so he turned into wide receiver one when Matt Ryan was still good. Yeah, and I think it's one of the things that's interesting is I read his letter. I don't know if you had a chance to read, I that, did read that, it. that open letter yeah. that he it was very insightful, kind of like behind the scene look of everything. And I just it was a really good letter. He mentioned on that that he was on painkillers for two straight years of yes. because of bone spurs, and then he broke his foot halfway through twenty twenty. So he said he put up that wide receiver four finish on like bone spurs broken foot Crazy. type of stuff, which is yes, insane. That is. And then twenty twenty is kind of where it went kind of like or twenty twenty one is where it went kind of down the hill for him. His, his house was broken into, which kind of really rattled him, it sounds like. That's why he didn't go to that London game, if you remember. He didn't yeah. travel there. And there's the whole kind of mental health stuff being yeah. tossed around with him. And let, let's, okay, so let's just pause on this for a second. Um, I've been subject to a break-in, and it it is unnerving. I don't Anybody who's like, your house got broken into, why couldn't you travel to London? Look, I mean, it's to know there was somebody in your house who wanted to do bad things to you and your family is, I mean, it, it, it really does mess with you a bit. 
oh, I bet I can't even imagine what that must be like. Because mm-hmm. he, he mentioned in that letter that that's kind of why that was like the breaking point for him. He took it to take some time off because he was genuinely worried about the safety of his girlfriend, his and his mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah. So it was it was a really big thing that hit him and I think he, he took some steps away from the game. He obviously had the the parlay that led into his suspension yes. for the rest of for the rest of last year. So he included the Falcons in a eleven leg parlay. Three hundred dollars. So oh. Yeah. It was three hundred dollars to win it was four hundred eighty one to one odds. So uh, I think he would have won a hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars or something in that I don't know something in that ballpark. I'm trying to do some top of a head math. Yeah, that something probably, like that. that probably ended up on BR betting if you would have hit that. You know where they, they always just post winning tickets yeah. that are crazy. That would have ended up <laughs> that on that. that would have had to hide the name on the, on the <laughs> username. Exactly, <laughs> DraftKings. Exactly. <laughs> but he, uh, I think where it's important to talk about kind of where we are now with Calvin Ridley. The last mm-hmm. thing that I will say about the letter, he says that he's getting fourteen hundred yards. This yeah, year with that, Lawrence, I, I don't care. Healthy. Yeah, the, God, players say anything they want. <laughs> you know, Adrian Peterson every year was like, "I'm going for three thousand yards." No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Hey, fourteen hundred is at least gettable though, which would be the it most be. yards in his career. It's mm. worth mentioning. But I think yep. he, like you mentioned, this might be the situation where he gets it done. This might, best situation he might be in as a as a pro. For sure, uh, we saw Trevor Lawrence take a massive, massive step forward last year. He turned into the quarterback we thought he was going to be. You know when he was drafted, but obviously Urban Meyer blew up that whole rookie year. Start over, Trevor looked pretty darn good down the second half of the season in particular. And Calvin Ridley walks into a spot where, really, outside of Christian Kirk, who was very productive last year, Calvin Ridley, you know, he might be the best, he might be the best, clear best receiver on the team if he's healthy and in the same kind of uh, shape and ability that he had prior to last year. Even if if we get like ninety percent of what he was that yeah. wide receiver for a year in Atlanta, he's definitely the best talent on this team at receiver. And you kind of look at the opportunity, and you, you gotta like what you see from just an opening standpoint. So I mean, they obviously have guys like Christian Kirk. He's mainly a, a slot guy though. Yep. When Calvin was in Atlanta, he eighty eight percent of the time he lined up on the outside. So he'll so, be on field all the time. He'll be on exactly. Christian Kirk's not going to take any snaps away from mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley. Also, Marvin Jones, he's a free agent. He, I mean, he hasn't. we haven't heard any news about Marvin Jones, but I can't no. imagine he will be back there. And then you got Zay Jones, who was kind of their outside guy last year. He was lined up there 70% of the time. Mm-hmm. He was the wide receiver 26 last year, which is pretty good for a guy like Zay Jones. Jones, right. Exactly. He Cal- doesn't have nearly the athletic ability of Calvin Ridley. Exactly. So I'm just trying to imagine like what the ceiling could be for, Cal- for Calvin Ridley if he is just that number one guy. The only thing that might scare me is that there is Christian Kirk, there is Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, as we mentioned, isn't mm-hmm. terrible. And you have Travis Etienne maybe eating some targets as well. But in terms of the offense that he's in, there there's definitely some room for Calvin Ridley to make some noise. Calvin, if everything breaks perfectly for Calvin Ridley, he's got wide receiver 10 upside in him. Where is he going in ADP right now? Right now, he's the wide receiver 19. Wow, that's higher than I thought. Yeah, it's higher than okay. I thought, too. So about round four in best ball, which the, the format's and that's a little bit different because it's so wide receiver heavy yeah. first, but still wide receiver 19. I'm really surprised. It just I figured a year away from the game, unknown situation with, uh, with Jacksonville that people would shy away from him. But it sounds like there's at least one believer in every league that's willing to take him round four. Wow, that's... um. I, I thought I was going to get better value on Calvin Ridley. I thought, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to buy in on Calvin Ridley. I just said he has wide receiver 10 upside. That's if everything breaks perfectly. Just the odds are 
he's going to miss some games. He's We don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in mentally, physically, where he's going to be a year away from the game. I know, is he up to speed in week one, or do you have to wait until week eight for him to get his football legs under him again? We don't know. There's a lot of question marks on Calvin Ridley. I think wide receiver 19 is too high. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not, I don't know if it's too high for me personally. I just don't know because – you saw what he could, what he was in Atlanta, and pe- people that next year were drafting him as a top five wide receiver. So we know what the talent is, mm-hmm. and I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence better than Matt Ryan when he was with when Matt Ryan was actually good, obviously, but because he's not that anymore by any means. But I think I'll take I'll take a dart throw on on Calvin Ridley just because I think there is that top ten wide receiver finish potential with him. And it's just some, some, sometimes you just got to take some shots on some players that you like. And I think Cal really, we know the talent's there. It's just whether or not the, he's going to be acclimated to this offense in time. Yeah. And is Christian Kirk going to still get fed? Christian Kirk was a top 10. He was a top 10 wide receiver last year too. So, you know, if for, they're, both, they're not both going to be top 10 receivers in all probability. Uh, and that is Christian Kirk going to give up a lot of that productivity to Calvin Ridley. I don't know. There's a lot of questions here. If I'm, if I'm asking myself, I'm in round four and – I've got, for me, I'd already have two wide receivers. But let's just say you're a normal person and you've only got one wide receiver. It's round four. You're on the clock. Calvin Ridley's there. I'm going some other way, some other direction. That's too early for me to take that risk. All right, let me throw out some players that are kind of going around him right now then. Yeah. Terry McLaurin. Ridley. Michael Pittman. Not knowing their quarterback, but knowing it'll be a rookie. Ridley, Alave, Chris Alave. I think I'd go Chris Alave. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's proven himself to be very, very good. I think I would go Alave. All right, last one. Drake London. I'm done. I'm, I'm bored of Drake London. <laughs> <laughs> that man, he was so underwhelming last year. And again, run first offense. I don't know. That yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold on London. All right. Uh, I expected so much more from him last year. I don't think I'm ready to get more. So maybe it turns out I do like Ridley more than I thought. Maybe he is going to be my guy at wide receiver 19. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it's an interesting case and a guy who's got massive upside and plenty of risk associated with him. But hey, that's how, sometimes that's how you win fantasy leagues, right? You take three or four big risk players. You hope two or three out of those three or four hit. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you for listening for Fantasy Football Weekly Micro Edition. We will be back, presumably, with more Fantasy Football Weekly Micro next week. Maybe this is all an experiment. We're still, we're learning as we go. Tell us what you think. At Paul Charging on Twitter. At Tyler Knabley. At Tyler Knabley. K-N-A-E-B-L-E. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye-bye. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.